Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Uh, let's go to Nerida Stewart now, and uh, this means a standing ovation, Buttes. Wow, what a performance in the Trans-Tasman men's netball. What a thriller. Uh, two games to one, 61-57, the final game. Mm. And, wow, creating history. This was just a joy to watch. I think it's one of the best stories of the year, Nerida. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It's great to hear your voice again, fellas. And, yeah, it's been a, a, a brilliant ride over the last two weeks, and one that I think myself and the staff and the boys will definitely look back on fondly in the years to come. You've got one of our dear friends who's also on the bench, like I was watching her on KO, and that's Re- Rebecca Rodwell. Yeah, Beck's my, uh, my manager for the Australian men's team and did a, a formidable job. It was, um, it's an, look, it's an amazing experience to, uh, I think, for myself to be a coach of an Australian team, let alone have a manager such as, as her alongside me and my bestie at the same time. So um, we're sort of very grateful for the opportunity that we get to experience this stuff together and... I'm sure when we're old women, we'll be telling, reminding each other of the story <laughs> and what we've done. So, In that final game, can you tell us about your goal shooter? Because I think he shot at 98%, mm. which is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Jerome Gilbard, he's from uh, Western Australia, and he's probably one of the, the more experienced players that um, we had in the squad. And I think he was sitting on 100% up until the the third or fourth quarter, and it was 40 from 41. So he's, um, he's a really beautiful, crafty goal shooter who has the size and the capability to play a holding game but has this ridiculous flair and creativity to move and, and carve, carve the circle up and create a moving circle, which is a beautiful balance. And it was one that the Kiwis really had difficulty in shutting down. So it allowed us that opportunity to take the focus away from our goal attack, Brody Roberts, who'd sort of start in the first test and gave us that flip to be able to give Jerome the, the spotlight and take the focus away from Brody, which was great. You know, Butes, I think one of the real litmus tests is that this week I had people telling me that they'd watched the men's netball. Yeah, and you know what? It's interesting. And I was going to ask uh, Nerida, how was it received, you know, in terms of, you know, the, the support, the uh, not only um, externally, but internally, you know, at the games themselves? What sort of crowds did we get there and... Uh, was there the action? I know you were caught up in it, in fact, you know, as a coach, but, you know, were you able to soak it in at, at various stages and go, wow, this is something, this is, you know, a little bit of history here? I think um, the first test was something that everyone, it was quite emotional for everyone sort of moving out onto that main court in Sparks Arena in, in Auckland and hearing the national anthem play and this enormous screen in front of you which had our flag in front and that was, I know it was a very emotional moment for all of us and, we talked a lot about, you know, soaking in that moment and that occasion, but then being able to switch over and, and play the game, not play the occasion. So, yeah, it, there were moments there to really soak that in and, and um, enjoy it. And then I think the, the the day after that first test and that first win, it was just like a media frenzy and, and the boys and myself had never really experienced anything quite like it. So there was a big, uh, big response from 
you know, the external side. And, and then we're getting a lot of chit-chat and comments from people over the last sort of week about people that have noticed this on on social media and have watched the game and people that had gone to watch the Diamonds play and caught the back end of our games and, um, you know, saw how exciting the game was and how athletic and, and skillful the boys were. And I think that last test in Melbourne, the last half of it, the noise, I remember capturing a, capturing a moment in that last quarter where it was really a, a tight, close uh, period in the game and, and the noise from the crowd, I think, was that, you know, 13th player that we had on our bench that really got the boys over. So the response has been brilliant and, Hopefully it'll just grow rapidly from here on in. Yeah, the Kiwis, the Silver Ferns used to have a shooter, Irene Van Dyke, who is a legend of the game. And mm-hmm. the Kiwi men, they've got a guy who's like a seven-footer. Is that correct? And how in the world yeah. do you nullify that? <laughs> it was a challenge. Junior Levi, yeah, he's, he's an enormously tall human being. And I think uh, we were able to shut that down in in the first test and... And they came back and they'd done their homework and were probably a little bit relaxed and, and flat in our second test. But we'd, we'd gone away and come up with some strategy and realised that we really needed to do the hard work up front and, and that it you know, was going to take an effort from the five forwards through the middle, middle of the court. And they did the job. And we've, you know, we've got the, the beautiful benefit of having some extremely aerial um, defenders that if we can put enough pressure up front, it allows them that space and time frame to get up and get some tip to ball. So Junior actually used to play in the Australian team years ago, so it sort of flipped and um, they, they've taken him over there now. So it, it did create some added pressure, but nothing that the uh, Aussie boys couldn't couldn't fight up against, which was, which was great. Yeah, I'll tell you what else I love, Buttes, and mm-hmm. I know you've got the next question, but on my podcast I had Dan Ryan recently, and that's one of the most popular podcasts I've had. He's the coach of the West Coast Fever. So mm-hmm. he was in commentary the other night, and he's been a huge advocate as well of men's netball. He's the guy that lost 27 games in a row, yep. went to the UK, used his own money, and then eventually lands the job at the West Coast Fever, leads them to the premiership. But I loved hearing him in commentary. I'd like to get Nerida's thoughts as well in a few moments, but fire away, my friend. Yeah, Nerida, I just want to touch on, you know, you as the coach, and obviously you're caught up in you know, doing the role that you have to do. But have you had the time to sit back and reflect on, you know, the achievement and, and what you were able to do uh, with that squad uh, and the success you had? Oh, it was a long flight and train ride home from, uh, <laughs> from the airport <laughs> um, on, uh, on, on Thursday. And I think, I know Rebecca and I were sort of sitting sitting in the, in the airport and then the, on the train back from Sydney and, and we spent a little bit, bit of time sort of making sure that we were, you know, recognising that this was such an historic occasion for men's netball and, and for the sport of netball itself and, and also for us to be able to have, mm. you know, this opportunity to lead this team and how grateful I am for the people that, had, you know, were open to giving me that opportunity and, and something that I, I really, you know, five years ago would never have foreseen and, uh, I think that you know you have to reflect and go and be grateful and realise that this is something really special and and something that I will I will cherish forever and and something I can't wait to build on as well. It's it's really put a bit more of a fire in my belly and, and I'm ready with the boys take on England Sunday week and I'm I'm really pumped for that opportunity as well. So yeah, you got to sit back and reflect, otherwise um, you miss all the joy from it and that's why we do yep. this stuff. Yeah. Hey Nerida, who got the players player? Uh, Jerome Gilbard got the player's player from the third test. 
Um, we've actually been we've we've done uh, players player for all of our our test series, and we've had two shooters um, either either end of the test with Brody at the first in the first test and Jerome in the in the third, and our captain Dylan Exip scored the uh, the uh, wombat grandfather wombat we had that they had to carry around. So he got that in the second series because he just you know really led from the front and had a great game. So. Look, all, it's really difficult with a squad like that. They're all so talented, and we were able to utilise all of them, but they all had to, had to do their job um, to be able to achieve what we did. And, and it's a, a difficult thing when you've got to you know, pick out one person that's excelled mm. amongst a group of really talented players. Yeah, you mentioned Jerome is from WA. What about the rest of the squad? Because logistically, that would be difficult as well, I, I imagine. Yeah, we've, we've had four boys that were from WA, um, one from Brisbane, and then a mix of Victoria and New South Wales. And it, it has been a little bit of a puzzle, but one that, um, you know, with a lot of planning and a lot of organising, we've been able to uh, utilise uh, SSN coaches within the States that have really come on board and helped us with getting the boys into their training space to really prep them well. And we've got a great uh, SNC provider here, Adrian Schultz from Coast Sport, who's been running the program from a strength and conditioning component, the boys get a lot of programming in, a, in apps and online that they can sort of access and many Zoom sessions and lots of planning, but, um, you know, you can't do that without, what does it take? So they say it takes a village and we've just got the right village to help us manage the whole thing. So, um, you know, kudos to everyone that uh, contributed to this. There were, there were a lot of people. Hey, Nerida, I do notice uh, this week, and I love this, Catherine Cox AM, one of our dear friends... Uh, inducted into the Sport Australia Hall of Fame for her contribution to netball, which began back in 1997. Maybe a teammate of yours, but what a superstar of the game and so richly deserved. Yeah, Kath and I were really lucky. Actually, I coached Kath in her under-15s rep team, which was really weird because then we went on to play together in the goal circle. So um, I did run into Kath before the Melbourne game um, on Wednesday, which was great, and gave her a bit of a hug and... We caught up really, really briefly, but it's such a massive achievement for her and she's just done some really wonderful things for the sport of netball and she will continue to do so into the future. So massive um, congrats to her and I'm sure everyone that knows is really proud of that for her. Hey, Nerida, fantastic. Can you just tell us again, so you take on England uh, in a couple of weeks, is that correct? We do on Sunday the 30th. We take on England uh, as a curtain raiser before the Diamonds and England and Roses game in Kudos Bank Arena at 5.15. And we would love as many Sydney siders to get down there and, and catch us. It's always also going to be streamed on, on KO, freebies, which will be great. If you can't get there, you can catch that on the mm. telly. And then we head off to Christchurch to the World Series Fast Five competition. So um, we've got some great opportunities coming up and we've been able to bring in four fresh legs and rest a few boys and, um, you know, being able to showcase the depth of our sport is going to be fantastic and we're really excited about it. Yeah, wouldn't you love a venue on the Central Coast where we could host mm. the Australian men's <laughs> netball team? What do you think, Nerida? That would be so good. I've always said that Bunnings building should be converted into a netball stadium. <laughs> That'd be great. It's a great idea. Great idea. Yeah, it is. It mm. is. She's an ideas woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Nerida, uh, we're giving you another standing ovation here at SEN, Saturdays on the Coast. Congratulations to you and Beck, and look forward to catching up soon. Thanks so much, fellas. Take care. Love chatting as always.